This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and president of Wall Private Wealth. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Hey, everyone out there tuning in. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We got a great show lined up. Going to have a lot of fun. And yeah, we're going to give you lots of great information to help you reach, achieve, and break through your goals, whatever that may be, whether it be a business building, whether it be protecting, growing your wealth, whether it be just kind of living your purpose. We're going to give you some great insight. This week, we got a great show, a lot of good information. And that information this week, we're going to start out in the motivational segment. We're going to talk about perspective, why this is crucial to you reaching your goals and making sure that you make wise decisions, looking at life from the correct perspective. We got a special guest coming on this week. If you're under 50, you might say, okay, I'm not sure of this name. If you're over 50, you probably know it. This guy's name is Kevin Cronin. He is, or was, and, and still is kind of to some degree, the lead singer for REO Speedwagon. And they're actually going to be touring and are touring with Chicago, kind of cool. And also a special interview with none other than Dr. Scott McReynolds. He's become a good friend. He's a great guy talking about transitioning business. So a lot of stuff packed into this show. And as always, this show is powered by Wall Private Wealth, which is our private wealth firm helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth for a long time, as well as Wall Lehman Consulting, which is a a company designed to help businesses in succession planning. You're a business owner, you want to sell your company, uh, you need help with talent management or just motivation and training. That's all what Wall Lehman does. So that is what's powering this show, and I'm excited for you as we dial in, all coming up on The Michael Wall Show. All right, got to get a little motivation. Got to get me motivated. I got to get motivated. We get into the show, but we're going to start out with some motivation. As always, you can go to michaelwallshow.com. Again, michaelwallshow.com. I know we got listeners all over the world listening via podcast. We appreciate your listenership. If you have not yet, please take a minute and share some thought about the show. Give us your feedback. Uh, whether it's on iTunes or whatever podcast app, give us your feedback. On Facebook, you can find us at Michael D. Wall, Michael D. as in David Wall, and just give us your feedback about the show, what you like, what you'd like to hear, etc. If you're listening on radio, you can join us online as well at any point in time, and michaelwallshow.com is a great place to go to find that. All right, so let's jump into perspective. You know, I was just I just got off vacation, truth be told, and I don't know about you, but I love vacation. <laughs> I love to get away, check out, and just kind of be... Uh, alone with your family or friends or those that you love and just kind of reset your mind. Have you ever noticed sometimes in life you just need to reset? Well, I know that I need to do that and it helps me to come back fresher, which is good. So I'm still getting the sand out of the cobwebs, out of the brain. Uh, You know, I'm in a place where I'm just trying to get mentally back in track. But a little video that we did And I wanted to share this first segment because I thought it was so impactful that I actually did with the kids. We were down in Sunny Isles, uh, which is North Miami Beach, and uh, just hanging out with the crew, had a lot of fun, you know, playing in the pool, playing in the sand, riding jet skis, and all those sorts of things. And, you know, I thought about perspective. And when I say perspective, that can kind of relate to a lot of different things. But, you know, sometimes we can get ingrained in our day-to-day life and whatever we're doing today. And whatever we're just is on the agenda, it's on the schedule, you know, kind of get into that routine or rut. Have you ever find yourself getting into a rut where you just kind of come in and you do the same things day in and day out? You know, you get up 
you know, put your pants on the same way, take the shower the same way, drive the same way to work. Do Everything's the same. You got to mix it up from t- some time to time. Very, very important. But having perspective of our life is valuable also. And by that, I mean understanding that we're not here forever. You know, the Bible talks about the fact that life is like a vapor. We're literally here today and gone tomorrow. I know Zig Ziglar used to say, you're going to be dead a lot longer than you're going to be alive. So you might as well get it right while you're alive. And what, what I was thinking about with the kids, so we were there at a hotel, Trump International in, in Sunny Isles, and the, the a spot right next to us on the beach, they were literally building a new hotel. So they had the big drill in there. If you've ever seen them do that, it's really amazing. They had a big drill, and the, and the drill bit was literally like 170 feet tall. It was unbelievable. Uh, we were a little over 17 floors up, and it was about as high as we were. And it was going down in and, and just kind of drilling down and creating spots for where they're going to put the cement. And so one of the things I did with the kids is I, is I took a pen. If you just picture or pick in your hand a pen that you would write with. And I took that pen and I asked the kids, I said, do you consider this pen to be big? And if you can visualize this, just those, uh, you know, just get a pen in your, in your mind or hold one in your hand and you look at that pen and you see it and you say, okay, is that pen big? Well, by itself... You say, well, you know, maybe it's big, maybe it's not. Just It just depends on what you're comparing it to. So I took that pen and I set it next to a really short uh, pepper shaker. And I asked the kids, I said, is, the, is this pen big in comparison to this pepper shaker? And the pen was probably three or four inches taller. If you can visualize that in your mind, a pen uh, standing on the table against a pepper shaker. And this pen was probably three to four inches taller than that pepper shaker. And the kid said, well, yeah, dad, the the pen's taller than the pepper shaker. Okay. I said, okay, how about if we take this pen and we set it against, uh, let's say, this mug, this coffee mug that was sitting there at the table, just happened to be there. So I said, against this, is it taller than that? Obviously, it's not wider than that, but is it taller? And the kid said, well, yeah, it's taller than that. So it's taller and kind of bigger than that from that perspective. And then I took the pen, and if you've ever swam in a pool, or you have grandkids or kids that have swam in the pool, and you know, you know those pool noodles, you know, you can buy, pull them out of the box, they're about five feet long, four and a half feet long, whatever, they're styrofoam, different colors, and you can sit on them or slap people with them <laughs> if you got kids or whatever you want to do. We had one of those pool noodles um, in the room, and I said, I picked up that pool noodle, and it, again, it was about four and a half feet long, if you can picture that. And I had my pen, which was about five inches long, and I, and I took the pen and I put it up against the pool noodle. And I said, now, is this pen big or taller in comparison to the pool noodle? And the kid said, no. Well, the pool noodle is much, much taller. And then next door, we're looking out the window. And again, we see this construction and we saw this drill bit. I said, now, kids, let me ask you this. Can you imagine if I went over there and I took this pen and I put it up against the, the drill bit? And there was this five-inch pen right up next to, right next to this 170-foot drill bit. Would you consider the pen to be big? And of course, their answer was, well, no, it's, it's tiny in comparison to that. So we started out with a real small salt shaker and got all the way to that drill bit. So what's the point? The point is perspective. And sometimes as we live our life, you know, we kind of get to the, into, into our day-to-day and a day out, and we don't step back and think about the fact that we're not here forever. You know, if that drill bit, that what I kind of closed it with the kids was, is if that drill bit is eternity, that's forever. This pen is our life. 
we're literally here for a short season. And I want to challenge you with the fact that we really need to be in a place where we're constantly stepping back and we're constantly reevaluating what is my purpose. And by the way, what you've done in the past might be different than what you're called to do in the future. You know, a lot of times in business, what has gotten you to where you are today, the level of success you have now, is not what will get you to the next step. A lot of times you need to change. You need to reinvent yourself. You need to get new advice. You need to ask for new advice. You need to get outside of your comfort zone. We see that a lot of times, even on the private wealth firm, where a lot of folks will come in when they're retiring, they're selling a company, uh, or they're in a place where they're trying to roll a 401k account, and they're in a place where they've had a 401k, or they've had a 403b, or profit sharing, or other type of retirement type account, or just savings in general, brokerage account, and they say, you know, now moving into the retirement space, which is very different. Instead of me putting money into the market and into investments, I'm actually starting to take money out. So I need to get different advice. But it's the whole idea of stepping back and understanding true perspective. And I want to challenge you in your life to step back and understand your true perspective. Really, where are you right now? And are you where you want to be in life? Are you on the road to success in your eyes? Do you know what success is in your eyes? Have you evaluated that? Do you have goals? You know, I I often remember the thought that if you shoot for the moon, you'll hit the stars. We've heard that before. So set your goals. But if you don't have goals, you're probably not going to hit anything because you have no direction in where you're going to try and be and where you're trying to go. So set those goals. Think about your life. Think about your purpose. Step back and press pause and evaluate, hey, Am I on the right track? And if not, what do I need to do? What changes do I need to make? What shifts and adjustments can I make to get me to where I actually need to go? By the way, if you want to watch that video, it's not real long. It's only about two minutes. I did it with the kids. It was on my phone, just kind of a raw video, kind of fun. Did it with the kids from the hotel room talking about perspective, and it really brings it into play for you. Just go to Facebook, search Michael D, as in David, Michael D. Wall, W-A-L-L, And just look for that page and you'll be able to watch that video where we talk about perspective. But coming up next, we have a great interview with Kevin Cronin. Talk about some good perspective. This guy's traveled all over the world with REO Speedwagon, done a great job and and, and had a lot of great hits over the years. We've got a special interview coming up with Kevin right after this. Sunday morning for the Sunday Morning Money Report to get financial headlines and retirement tips. Michael Wall, a nationally recognized financial author, advisor, and radio host, joins me each week as well. His firm, Wall Private Wealth, helps folks protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. To learn more about the Sunday Morning Money Report or how Michael's team can help build a financial plan for your retirement, go to leanonthewall.com and we'll see you Sunday mornings at 858. Hi, this is Michael Wall. I know it can be challenging to get the right information to know exactly what investments you should make, how to find the right financial advisor, how to build a solid financial house that will outlast and work through any market condition. So what I decided to do is put together a simple 
easy to understand retire well video series where you can go at your leisure and watch these videos and clearly understand the best opportunities and get more education so you can make a better decision for your financial future. All you need to do is go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com and click on the link that says click here to access the Retire Well webinar series. This series is going to bring to light and really offer you a lot of clarity to help you make better decisions with your financial future. Again, that's leanonthewall.com. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. Catch up on previous episodes at michaelwallshow.com. Now, back to the show. So that, of course, is the music of Ario Speedwagon. Now, if you're uh, over 45 or 50, you'll probably know that that music uh, was one of the biggest sounding and listened to songs in the 70s and 80s. And, and it's interesting that these guys have been touring for 40 years. And that's why I tell you, you know, it's one of the reasons that I love the opportunity from time to time to have some of these older bands on is because you just don't see that anymore today. You don't see bands that have been around a long time. You don't see groups that are playing music for a long time just stick together. And by the way, if you're listening to this in West Palm on the radio on July 20th, they're actually going to be touring and they're going to be playing here in West Palm with Chicago. They've been touring with Chicago. Many of you know, we interviewed Chicago back in the day at the House of Blues in Louisiana and in Pennsylvania, if you're listening up there, they on radio, they are going to be in Pittsburgh on July 28th. So great band, great tour with Chicago. Great show. Make sure you check that out. But you know, anytime you've had a band that's lasted over 40 years, a lot of things come and go. And again, I had an opportunity here to, you know, connect with Kevin and, and get some of his feedback to some questions. And one of the things that I asked him was basically to talk about the whole idea of staying power, someone staying with you, someone staying loyal. And one of the things we talked about was the idea that his manager has actually been with them the entire time. And here's what he had to say. I'm fortunate in that we have the same manager who you probably met, Tommy Consolo. He's been with us since 1975. Mm. And uh, and Tommy was a lead singer in a rock band when he was in high school. So mm. he kind of has an understanding of, of what it feels like to be up there. And I think that's really helpful if you're managing a business to kind of understand what the business is really about. And it's really mm -hmm. about kind of what I do. I got to stand up there in front of the microphone and, and, uh, and entertain people. The creativity comes in two ways. The, you know, the, obviously there's the the, the creative uh, force in, that's involved in writing songs and you know putting a, a concert together, but mm -hmm. it's also creative on a business level too. You you got to come up with creative ideas and and yeah. and Tom and I we talk three times a day. We'll bounce ideas off one another. Tom's got this this great idea to move ario speedwagon forward and hmm. the, the creativity and and the business kind of go hand in hand and I, and I think if you run your business with a with a creative um slant to it th then you're gonna 
um, you know, that, that could give your business an edge that maybe another business doesn't have. You know, one of the things that is so crucial for us, you know, is we're working with families on the Wall Private Wealth side and even on the Wall Lehman side, the, the two separate firms that I have helping families with their wealth in their business. We found the same things. You got to be creative. You got to be different because a lot of the financial world, at least speaking to my space that I've been in for 17 years now, is very similar in a lot of ways. And uh, so, you know, that can be something that you want to be looking at to be creative. So let me ask you this because obviously having someone with you for that long is a crucial thing. And, you know, you got to have trust. And you found that trust. What have you found over the years that helps kind of garner and grow? that trust well the way you gain trust is by people not lying to you and and yeah. <laughs> uh, you know I'm one of the few that I, I've had the same management and the same business management you know you hear the horror wow. stories about business managers embezzling from artists because mm-hmm. I just want to play my music and I want people to hear my songs I like the idea of getting paid for it but that's not my forte. So uh, I like to delegate authority to experts. You know, I'm kind of an expert of what I do, but you know, uh, I've had the same business manager since 1977, and he's. Uh, he's never given me any reason to not to trust him. I've got a great team around me that that protects me and makes the most of of what our business has to offer. And you know that trust is it's yeah it's invaluable and and it's it just it, it it's either there or it's not and you can't yeah. make it up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know one of the things I'm looking at here. Um, just as we're having this conversation is on the tour dates for RioSpeedwagon.com. And you guys are literally playing four to five days a week all the way into the fall. And I know you have a family. And, you know, one of the things that we talk a lot about is the whole idea of balance. How do you balance your time on the road with your time at home? How, how does that work for yeah, you? Yeah, it's probably the, the biggest challenge for me. I mean, every every year, you know, when when uh, my manager, Tommy, who you met, comes comes up and we, you know, kind of plan the year out, you know, I've got certain... Uh, times in the calendar that are blacked out. You know, my mm. my wife's birthday and our wedding anniversary are in the same week in April. It's like, nope. Wow. You know, my kids' birthdays, <laughs> nope. You know, yep. this year, kids' graduation, nope. Mm. Uh, <laughs> kids moving into college, into the dorms, nope. So um, mm. my, my wife and I made a deal that, that I should not be gone more than I'm home. So mm. we try to keep a really good balance there. Love it that. helps having a great wife and and she's a great mom and she keeps our our kids grounded and um but as you can see this room here was originally built as kind of a getaway for my wife to mm-hmm. ca- kind of get her out of the house and it was kind of a a beach house but there's not actually a beach and uh but my twin 18-year-old sons started a rock band about a year and a half ago. As you can see, my <laughs> wow. wife's little getaway is now the uh, the studio and re- rehearsal hall for uh, <laughs> Sir Please, the, uh, mm. the Cronin twins rock and roll band. So mm. we like having the kids here. Our house mm. is the hub of activity. Uh, my wife is the, the mother hand of the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we like to keep our kids where we can see them. That's awesome. And by the way, you're listening to the Michael Wall Show, and today we're speaking with Kevin Cronin of Ario Speedwagon. You can find out more about their summer tour by going to ariospeedwagon.com. And one of the things that I'm always looking at, and our team is always looking at, is um, new ideas and new investments. That way we can stay relevant with what's happening. You know, the markets are changing all the time. You guys have been in the game for 40 plus years. How have you found 
and and how do you explore new ways? I guess to uh, create new things, to be uh, new and fresh, and really new ways to make music. Well, I think that any group of partners, whether it's business or a band, if you surround yourself with people that their influence takes an idea that you had, and when you put it together with the other person's idea, it be- it becomes better than what either of you would have come mm. up with by yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little different than, than how you expected it. The classic example was when I wrote Keep on Loving You on the piano, it was kind of a sappy love song until and until Gary came out and plugged Les Paul into a stack of Marshalls and suddenly the song <laughs> took on this powerful uh, air to it and it was like, wow, that wasn't where I thought this song was going, but I like this, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's about being open to, to, to change and mm-hmm. open to what other people's ideas are and giving them a try. And if they work, great. If they don't work, that's okay too, you know, but I think it's about being open to uh, what other people's thoughts may be. Let me ask you this question. I had the privilege actually of interviewing Sammy Hagar as well a little while back in San Francisco at his studio. And I asked him the same question. And I love this question because it really is something that we all have the ability as we live life to kind of look back at. And let me look at myself back when I was 25, 26 and say, what would I change? What would I do different? What type of advice would I give myself? If you were to do that, if you were to look at yourself at that age, knowing what you know now, what would you go back and tell yourself if you could? You know, I've definitely made some bonehead moves over the years, you know, some (laughs) couple of things that I guess probably the main thing I would say is when you feel something strongly, believe Mm -hmm. that. There have been a couple of times through the years, especially when we first hit our big success, and we went, um, you know, we, we moved really quickly. And the follow-up to that album, I wasn't ready to do it. And I knew I wasn't ready. But there was so much energy around us that was saying, time to make another record because, you know, because of the success of the last one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, looking back now, I would have told my, I think I, it was would have been my 31-year-old self to, nobody can force you to sing. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I wish I kind of would have trusted my gut because I didn't feel like we were ready to make that mm. follow-up album. And I kind of went along with the pressures from outside of myself. So um, <laughs> you got to be careful. You know, success yeah. is tricky. And you mm. got to remember what got you there. And mm. success can be very um, addictive. It can be very intoxicating. So that would have been the main advice I'd give myself is success is great, but don't let it go to your head. Keep true to what got you there. Well, Kevin, thanks so much for uh, taking some time to be on the show today. A lot of fun and a lot of great information. By the way, if you missed uh, parts of Kevin's interview with Ario Speedwagon, just go michaelwallshow.com. You can subscribe to the show. Most of you have seen leanonthewall.com as well. That's our uh, corporate site where you can find out about the show as well. Subscribe and listen to that. But coming up next, we got a, since we're talking about music, we, there's an interesting story of a birthday coming up here of a gentleman that's actually been in music for a long time, very, very successful, but he made some very bad financial decisions and it affected his future. We're going to talk about that coming up on The Michael Walsh Show. the soundtrack of your life with REO Speedwagon and Chicago in concert. When I start hurting from a friend who, it's just this amazing energy that happens. Hurting from a friend who, hurting from another you've been messing with. 
to a place where they can forget their troubles and forget their responsibilities and be a kid again. The song, the memories, REO Speedwagon in Chicago in concert. Get your tickets now at REOSpeedwagon.com. Hi, it's Michael Wall here. Have you ever wondered how to find the right financial advisor? Or what investments should I be invested in? Or how do I transition and reposition my portfolio as I move into the retirement stage of life? The investment needs in retirement are different than those while you're working. What we've done is we've put together a simple, easy to understand video series that you're going to love. Go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com and click on the Retire Well video series. When you click on that, you're going to have the opportunity to enter your information and then get exclusive access to a video series I've created just for you to help you get simple information that is going to be profound in helping you achieve the retirement you've always wanted. Again, go to leanonthewall.com to access the Retire Well video series. Welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. All right, all right. We're having some fun here today on the Michael Wall Show. Just had a great interview with uh, Kevin from REO Speedwagon last segment. Great insight there. By the way, if you missed that, go to michaelwallshow.com. Again, michaelwall, W-A-L-L, michaelwallshow.com. You know, a long time ago, I got the domain name or the internet address, whatever you want to call it, domain name of Lean on the Wall, because I make it easy. You know, sometimes when I give out the Michael Wall Show, people are like, is it Walsh? Is it Wall? Because it mixes together. No, it's Michael Wall Show. Or if you want to keep it real simple, lean on the wall. I don't want to confuse you though, because I know you got a lot of stuff in your mind, whether you're driving or listening via podcast or whatever you're doing. But great interview there with Kevin, great band, touring for over 40 years. And we talked about another artist, which we're going to talk about here. That song that we brought you in on was actually from Barry Manilow. Now, a lot of you may or may not remember him or may or may not be familiar with Barry. Barry had a lot of great hits. He's actually turning 75, and I wanted to bring this up. I thought it was just so appropriate because, you know, uh, Kevin from Mario Speedlag, in la- last segment when we were talking, we were talking about the importance of getting the right advice, finding people you can trust, and so on and so forth. And on the flip side, <laughs> Barry is a guy that's had a ton of hits, Back in the day, and we're coming up here, we're going to play a few of those for you just to kind of, not the whole song, but just little clips so you can refresh your mind of of who he is. But he was on uh, CNBC, and they asked him, uh, name the biggest money mistake you've ever made. And here's what he had to say. I hired the wrong guy when I started off. And um, from Mandy all the way through to Copacabana, I didn't see anything, and I didn't know it until my manager came along and said, you know, you've only got $11,000 in the bank. (laughs) From Mandy all the way through Copa. And he wasn't a crook, he just didn't know what he was doing. Wow, didn't know what he was doing. And we're going to expound upon that uh, in just a bit. But to refresh you, for those of you that are out there saying, Barry Manilow, um... You know, I hear these names. I hear Mandy Copa. What is that? Here's a little compilation, just real quick, of some of the songs of Barry Manilow. I write the songs that make the whole world sing. 
is unbelievable. I think about that. All of those, all of those hits, big songs, big hits back in the day, and all he had to do, all he had to show for it was eleven thousand dollars. Amazing. And remember what he said on that interview in CNBC is he was saying it's not that the guy was a crook, the guy that was managing him. It's just the guy didn't know what he was doing. Now that's really, really important. And I wanted to play that, not necessarily just to talk about music and artists but to talk about to make sure you find somebody that knows what they're doing. And I want to transition for a minute and talk this segment specifically, the last uh, couple minutes that we have of it, and about finances, about wealth. Because, you know, a lot of times, whether you're just starting out with wealth or whether you have a tremendous amount of wealth, uh, you're in a place where you're looking for advice. And even if you're managing it on your own, you're still looking for advice. Nobody just inherently knows what to do by themselves all the time. I know a lot of times we have folks that'll come in, you know, they're looking for a second opinion on their wealth and they're in a place where, you know, they're reading articles, whether it be Forbes or or, uh, Wall Street Journal or, uh, you know, watching interviews on CNBC or Fox Business or whatever it may be. And one of the things that I caution them on is, listen, just because you read something and just because you see something and just because you hear something from someone that is a so-called expert doesn't necessarily mean that it's appropriate for you. Now, I'm not saying that you should just throw all that out, but I am saying that you need to consider your personal situation. Now, the good news when I speak to that, I can actually speak to that quite honestly with some authority because I've been in a situation for years and years where I've been on these these uh, networks. I've been on CNBC, Squawk Box. I've been on After the Bell with with uh, Liz Clayman and David. I've been on Bloomberg. We've we've offered to Wall Street Journal. We still write for Forbes, written a couple books ourselves. I say that to say anytime we write an article or speak on a national media outlet in general, it's done in a, just that. It's done in a general nature because there's, we know that there's going to be millions of people that are going to be uh, digesting this information and it may or may not be specifically appropriate for that person. So what I try and do anytime, I, uh, anytime I'm doing an interview or anytime I'm, I'm writing for an article or anything like that, I always want to try and give information that is helpful, but that needs, you know, kind of dialed in two or three more or five more notches to make sure it's appropriate for the person. In other words, you take some information and you might say, okay, that's good, but you got to dial it in a few more notches to make it appropriate for you. Here's what I mean by that. Let's let's do a simple example. Remember the old uh, commercial? I'm going to totally shift gears on you now, but remember the old commercial where people, you'd say, I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream, right? So everybody likes ice cream. Well, think about it like this. If I came to, uh, let's say you had kids or grandkids or even you were there yourself and I said, hey, do you want some ice cream? You might say, yeah, I'll take some ice cream if you like. I mean, I love ice cream. Uh, the problem that I have with ice cream is I found the more I eat, the more my body retains. <laughs> so, you know, I got to be cautious of that. It's, it's, it's like the old statement of, you know, I'm, I'm not overweight. I didn't, I didn't mean to be overweight, but I also didn't act. I never accidentally ate ever anything. Well, that's one of the reasons that I'm very active. By the way, I try and stay in shape and do my thing. But let's go back to the ice cream example, because if I said to you, do you want ice cream? And you said, yeah, I want ice cream. Well, that's, that needs to be dialed in. That needs to be drilled in a little bit more, right? Because this isn't, this isn't a, we don't live in a world where there's one flavor of ice cream. You know, Baskin Robbins got 457,000 flavors. I'm kidding. But at the end of the day, you go to the grocery store, you got these half gallons, you got all this stuff. There's so many different flavors that you can buy. So now I need to say, okay, well, what, what type do you like? You know, before, back in the day, it might even be been like, well, chocolate or vanilla. Well, now it's Rocky Road, it's peanut butter cup, you got mint chocolate chip, you got cookie dough, you got all of these different flavors that you may love, 
So now I need to go a little deeper level and a basic question. Hey, do you like ice cream? Yeah. Okay. What kind do you like? Same way with the financial information that you're receiving from Forbes or CNBC or whatever it may be. It's good information. It's good to be there. We're Listen, I'm thankful and blessed to be able to share and, and, and give advice on those, on those venues. It's a very, very limited amount of financial folks in the world that get the, the ability to share there. So I'm thankful for that. But I also know that that information needs dialed in a little bit more. I was just having a conversation with a couple uh, actually out of Texas that is in the process of we're having a conversation of determining the right fit one to another and probably going to be bringing them on board the firm and helping them on the wall private wealth side and utilizing investments through the clarified structure. It's going to be a great thing. But one of the things we had to do is we had to dial in and say, okay, what are your needs are? I, I wrote an article for Forbes a little bit ago talking about investments with higher net worth clients, essentially, why their portfolios need to be different. And we needed to have several conversations. They need to have several conversations, not only with myself, but our team to really dial in what their actual needs are. And one of the things you want to keep from, like as we started this segment with Barry Manilow, is he got that horrible advice. It It was a nice person. I don't think the guy, he wasn't venomous, Barry said. He didn't mean to cause him to have no money, but he didn't know what he was doing. And so a lot of times what we see on the wealth side is people are getting advice from a lot of the, we'll call it the larger firms, or maybe there's someone that's an advisor that works for this big company. You know, you know the names, the ones they're putting, uh, they're building football stadiums and they got the biggest buildings in town and all of these things. They have a building in every town of the country. And these people that work for those firms sometimes are in a place where maybe they haven't done all the research they need to. I'm not saying that they don't know things, but sometimes they can get a little bit lazy because they're receiving advice from someone on the top as opposed to going out and doing research themselves. And so you need to say, okay, is this the advice that's going to get me to where I need to go? A little little kind of question mark for you there is if you make money when the market goes up and then you lose money when the market goes down and then you make money when the market goes up again, and then you lose money when the market goes down, the chances are you might need to change your strategy. In fact, I'm going to suggest that you do. Because yeah, the markets have been strong. They've been going up for a long time. But when you have a well-designed portfolio and a well-designed financial plan where you actually have on-market best-of strategies as well as a bunch of off-market structure, a lot of times we see a portfolio when we do a financial plan for, for families that come in, and we often see that 60 to 70% of the portfolio is literally in off-market investment structures, taking no market risk. Now, there is risk. There's different types of risk, but it's not taking market risk. So you need to diversify and think differently if you want to have different results. If Barry would have gotten a different manager that maybe knew better about what he needed to do, he probably would have a whole lot more money today. Barry Manilow, as we talked about in the beginning of the segment. When he was on CNBC there, he shared that. Same way with your wealth. Just because you're where you are today doesn't mean what you're doing is going to get you to where you need to go. So I'm going to challenge you to reach out to our team, whether it be a phone, 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255, or go directly to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. On the bottom, you'll see request review. Just put your information in there and ask the question that you have. Hey, I want a second opinion, et cetera. And uh, we'll have our team respond to you and get you some information to help you get to where you need to go. Because listen, a second set of eyes is always a good idea because you've worked hard for what you have. 
very, very important. Hey, and one last thing, if you want to get a copy of the most recent Forbes article that we wrote, reach out to us, leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. And in that little space, just put, like to have a copy of the Forbes article. We'll make sure we get that to you. So we got a great interview coming up here with Dr. Scott McCrennels. Fun guy, great guy, uh, transitional business. He was a pro surfer and a pro skateboarder. And now he's in business helping people straighten their life through their teeth. <laughs> Not going to want to miss this interview coming up next on The Michael Wall Show. It's estimated that 40 million people are in modern slavery across the world. Most of them are women and young girls. 85% of sex trafficking victims come from the United States. This is Michael Wall, and at Wall Private Wealth and The Michael Wall Show, we are joining in the fight against human trafficking, and I encourage you to join us in that fight. Operation Underground Railroad is a nonprofit organization with boots on the ground that is making a difference. They're going to places where you and I would never go and rescuing victims and arresting those responsible. That work takes funding, a lot of funding, and that's where all of us can help. So to learn more, go to OURfilm.org. You know, human trafficking has become a $32 billion industry, and by next year, it is expected to surpass the illegal drug trade. It needs to stop. And I, for one, will not stand by while all of our children are at risk. Will you join me in this process of ending sex trafficking in the world? Again, go to OURfilm.org, OURfilm.org to learn how you can get involved in this fight. Hi, this is Michael Wall. I know it can be challenging to get the right information to know exactly what investments you should make, how to find the right financial advisor, how to build a solid financial house that will outlast and work through any market condition. So what I decided to do is put together a simple, easy to understand, retire well video series where you can go at your leisure and watch these videos and clearly understand the best opportunities and get more education so you can make a better decision for your financial future. All you need to do is go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com and click on the link that says click here to access the Retire Well webinar series. This series is going to bring to light and really offer you a lot of clarity to help you make better decisions with your financial future. Again, that's leanonthewall.com. Helping families grow and protect their wealth. This is the Michael Wall Show. back at the Michael Wall Show and having a lot of fun as we're doing it. We're joined live in studio with a guest, good guy, good friend, Scott McCrennels, Dr. McCrennels. He is uh, McCrennels, if I'm saying that correctly, orthodontist and uh, fun guy. We met a couple years uh, ago at the YMCA committee, great event at the Breakers every year. And Scott, thanks for taking some time away from straightening all those teeth and coming out and joining us in the studio. Hey, pleasure to be here. Absolutely. And now what a lot of people don't know about you, or maybe they do know if they Googled you, is you are uh, you're a little bit of a rock star outside of the straightening teeth game. Uh, professional skateboarder, professional surfer, and uh, left that world to straighten teeth. <laughs> tell us, tell the listeners out there as you're doing this, because I, I wanted to bring Scott on specifically. First off, he's just a cool guy. He's just very chill and does a great job at what he does in business. But 
there are a couple things that I that I liked about him over the years. Just the, the level-headed thinking, but also the idea of transitional business. His dad started the company. He's transitioning. And we don't see that too often in our country today as generation-to-generation businesses transition. But you have kind of an interesting story because of what I just mentioned, which is the whole surfing and skateboarding. Got it. How'd you get into that? How did that all start for you? I can attribute all that to my father. Basically, growing up, you know, uh, he started me. He was a United States amateur champion in surfing in his respective age group. So he'd done that his whole life and started me as a young kid. So I just grew up doing it. And I played football and baseball and, and basketball, the traditional sports. But when it started getting towards high school, you know, the, the coaches at the time, they didn't have uh, multi-sport athletes. Mm, that was yeah. not accepted. Mm-hmm. So... I couldn't, if I missed a practice of football, I was kicked off the team, you know? So mm-hmm. I had to pick and I was skateboarding and surfing. And then uh, in high school, I actually started professional skateboarding. Mm. That was 76 to 80, those four years. And so I had to make a choice. I couldn't participate in traditional sports. And I was traveling to California <laughs> for months at a time in the summer and weekends all up and down the East Coast. So mm-hmm. it just, got to be where every weekend we were gone in a surfing competition or skateboarding competition. Now, that was, was it, our life. Was this something that you just naturally loved because your dad did it? Or was it was like, ah, you know, okay, I'm going to do this also. How, no, how did, I, you I, loved it. My dad, you know, introduced me to it. Yeah. But then he couldn't stop me. Right. <laughs> you know, I just loved it. You know, every minute, you know, I, I probably didn't study as much as I should have as a young kid. All I wanted to do was skateboard or surf. And in Florida... A lot of times, you know, there's not waves, it's flat, so it's skateboard. Yeah. And that was all we did as kids is if there was waves, we were at the beach and our circle of friends, that was our little bubble. And if there wasn't, we were building skateboard ramps and skateboard. Yeah. I mean, that was it. That's what you did. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, you were active, which is good. And, and you're still doing it to, to this day. I mean, you're not, it's not like you've quit. Right. I mean, you're still going out surfing. And, and uh, I know we talked about the one time you went, I can't remember, where you, somewhere down south and you were looking for waves and still looking for waves. You're, you're still looking for waves everywhere, right? Oh, always. If you're true surfers, always, you know, <laughs> our, uh, you know, a large portion of our family vacations revolve around surfing. My wife surfs. So that's awesome. You know, we're just, we're looking for the next perfect wave. All right. So let's, let's dive into this real quick. Cause some of our listeners out there are business owners. Some of them are maybe older and they have a son or a daughter or maybe a grandson or, or a granddaughter that they're like, you know what? I'd like to transition my business. One of the companies that we have aside from wall private wealth, obviously is wall Lehman, which is a consulting business and helping in succession planning. And one of the things that we see from time time to time is it can be challenging for business owners to know how to transition the business to the next generation or maybe even the appetite of the next generation to want to be in that business and, and work hard. So what did, what have you seen, Scott, over the years? Or what are maybe one or two key takeaways that our listeners could grab that you've seen to create a successful transition from your father starting the business back, you know, all the way in 1967, I believe it is, to here we are today and you're continuing along the path and the business is continuing to grow. What, what are a couple of keys that you've maybe picked up over the years? No, that's a great question. And uh, you know, I'll just, some of my observations, it might not apply to everybody, but then it, it could hit a, hit a hot button point with some family um, businesses is 
When I came in, 1995, I graduated from my residency. So from 67 to 95, it was my mom and my dad running the business. She was front desk assistant, you know, occasionally to have another employee here or there, but it was my sister and it was mostly a family business. My dad had an electric typewriter. Okay. And the only thing electric in there was the answer machine. Wow. No computer. Wow. Not even the dot matrix, just nothing. Yeah. I came in and they were doing great. Hmm. You know, I had a great practice, great reputation. And then it was just going to the next level. So the technology part was some things I got from school, but when you're in the, any of the health profession, medical, dental field, you don't get a business. Yeah. You just, they can't fit it in the curriculum. So I basically looked outside of my father and other colleagues in the business and friends and other orthodontists to just learn and listen and what are their practices and some of them were out of town, out of state, but you take little pearls from each of them and mm-hmm. you incorporate it. You know, I have the family support and you have the financial from the practice, the property, the infrastructure, but something new and different, you've got to go outside and bounce ideas and take them and bring them in. Then it makes the whole family unit stronger. I call it renting someone else's brain. Yep. You know, and I did that in the financial industry, yep. you know, as we were growing. Let me ask you this, though, in relation to your father and kind of extending to you, we'll call it authority or mm-hmm. ownership. And okay, Scott, now it's your turn. You take the reins, you kind of be the lead. How, was that a smooth transition? Did it take some time? What, what, what's your perspective there from your situation? I think it might be depending who you ask. Some okay. days, you know, it might be rough that, <laughs> yeah. you know, someone's used to doing something the same way for a long time. And, you know, you throw a little wrench in the system. And, but in the end, you know, it all works out. And the greatest mm. part is we're family. Yeah. So, you know, you butt heads sometimes here and there, and not everyone agrees, but you know, in the end, it's, you know, the purpose is to move forward and get better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought, uh, uh, Ruth Graham, obviously Billy Graham's wife, right? She said one time, now she was talking about marriage, but you could apply this, I think, to any close relationship. I thought this was kind of interesting. She said, in a close relationship where you're both trying to work on the same goal, if you always agree on everything, one of you is unnecessary. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, a little back and forth is kind of good because then you, what comes out of that is usually progress. Yeah, that's exactly. And so be okay with the back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You kind of, you know, you go in another room for a second, you might feel a little- Get your head right. A little ruffled and then you're yeah. like, okay, that, that was really a good comment. That's a good point. And, you know- what I was thinking really didn't work and vice versa. And then you, you move on. And, and I think, uh, we're kind of a boutique mm-hmm. orthodontic office. We're mm-hmm. small. We mm-hmm. have four chairs. Some orthodontic offices have, you know, eight, nine, ten chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, we're trying to, we're more, you know, patient service orientated. Yeah. Not just looking at teeth. It's the whole picture and the family is we have multiple generations that come to our office. So, it's a little different yeah. than the average, you know, braces or us. Which is nice. I mean, you want to have that family feel. You want to have that that family closeness. And we see that in our firm, you know, even on the financial side, being boutique and, and not 
not a big, massive brand, and people like that. So the first thing that I hear you say is be open to advice, which is what you did when you were younger, right? Be open to the right advice to help you. And sometimes you may not get that advice the first time. You might have to go another place and another place and another place until you're finally, okay, now I'm on the right track. Looking in the future, technology's changed. Uh, Obviously, you're bringing a lot of technology in. What do you see in the future in your practice? Um. Probably the most technology-driven thing in orthodontics is Invisalign. Everyone's heard Invisalign. They do a great job at marketing uh, the the company. And I guess not misinformation, but anyway, misconception would be the best word is Invisalign is just a manufacturer. Okay. They just make plastic trays Mm -hmm. without making it sound too technical. Mm -hmm. It's the prescription, the doctor you go to that makes it. I mean, dentists can do it orthodontist can do it anyone with a you know degree in dentistry can do that can do that legally mm-hmm. the question is who do you want with the most experience yeah. you know using that product it's like anything you're not going to your general physician to get right. heart surgery right you know you gotta not. you gotta specialize you gotta specialize in that you're you're yeah. still moving teeth well and i think that's important and, and that's one of the reasons that you guys are not quote unquote general dentistry right you're in a place where yep. you're you're specializing we see that in the financial space whereas a lot of the firm hey we were hey yeah we can work with you 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 instead of saying what's focus phase of life what do you do what's your planning what's your focus right. what's your purpose and you're doing that in your space you see it in the legal space you see it in the health space so focusing is the key and making sure that you're providing great service, I hear you say as well, which yeah. is which is awesome. So so here you are surfing into the sunset. We're pretty pumped, though, uh, here down in West Palm. We're going to be seeing uh, the skate park revitalized. Let's talk about that just real quick at that YMCA. And, uh, of course, we're both uh, involved there. I was a co-chair last year. You were the chair before and yep. at the at the breakers. And what's coming up? Let's tell our listeners. I know, but you know, too. So, so why don't you share? Yeah, the, uh, the YMCA is great. And skateboarding is what got me involved in the YMCA because uh, at a skateboard park, it was built back in 1998 there. But um, we have a yearly event that supports all the stuff we do at the Y, and it's the YMCA prayer breakfast at the breakers. It's December 11th this year and Emmett Smith is our speaker. Last yep. year we had Tim Tebow. There's yeah. a little gator thing. Great time. Going great time. Greatly, yeah. Uh, lately. But um so that's gonna be great. But um we're about to uh, build a new skateboard park at the YMCA. And it's actually gonna be a training facility for the twenty twenty Olympics, which skateboarding and surfing are making their debut in the twenty twenty Olympics in Tokyo. Yeah. So from an X Games if you're a you know a young <laughs> kid, you're just like just stoked pumped. about this. Oh, you're yeah, just pumped. This yeah. is great. That actually is going to be in the Olympics, and you can sit there and you know if someone's playing badminton or something else, you know, in the Olympics, you can sit there with your grandma, and all of a sudden skateboarding and surfing is going to pop <laughs> coming on, up. Yeah, and the kids are just going to turn up the volume. Yeah, so it'll be great. And the West Palm Y actually going to be a training facility which is super cool for the olympics yeah we're, yeah. we're building uh we're planning it now we're raising the money and uh we're going to make it to the olympic specs so yep. a lot of the hot skaters like alex sorgente and a few of the guys from around here yep um can have a place to train so if you have questions about how to get involved in that or even the prayer breakfast you want to say hello to emmett smith here coming up in december make sure you go to michaelwallshow.com 
and we'll get you the information. But Scott, so what I hear you saying for all of those business owners out there, listen, great advice. Number one, be willing to be open for advice, take advice, look for advice, seek out advice. It's not going to just bring itself to you. You got to go get it, right? And number two, Service your clients. Be Boutique, have that touch and feel with families so that way they stay with you generation to generation. Really good information. Scott, thanks so much for taking a few moments and joining us on the show today. No, thanks, Michael. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks again, Scott. And boy, what a great show. If you missed the first parts of the show, listen, we had Kevin Cronin on. He was uh, lead singer for REO Speedwagon back in the day. We had a great motivational segment talking about perspective in the beginning. You don't want to miss that. Go to michaelwallshow.com. Again, michaelwallshow.com and make sure you subscribe to the show. You can listen in and listen back. And here is a challenge for you to go out there and live with purpose so you can live on purpose. Let's all change the world together. Thanks for dialing in and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Michael Wall Show. To schedule your personal wealth review, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. To find out more about Michael and the team at The Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor, and solicitation offered through Clarify Advisory Network, an SEC registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than what originally invested. Michael Wall is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Wall Financial Group, Inc.